0: Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 223. This podcast episode is being recorded a day before it is released into the feed, and it is being recorded live inside the meeting platform that I am using for the 2022 Expand Online Summit. I have actually got live people watching me record this right now, and we hopefully will be bringing in some of their questions, comments, and so on and so forth throughout this episode. If you like this episode and this style, maybe we'll do this again. So please let me know. As always, in the show notes, there are links to connect with me with a call by going to callwithjamie.com and connecting with me over on Instagram. I'm at jamieslutsky. And of course, I appreciate everything that you say and do online to move your music business forward. So tag me when you've got some exciting announcements, okay? Now, the topic for today's session is online music education courses in 2022. How do these look the same as online music courses did you know, three years ago, four years ago, before the pandemic, how do they look different than things that came out during the pandemic? And kind of what I see happening going into the future and in through the rest of the year. So first of all, online music courses are, there's not enough of them out there because every single music teacher has his or her or their own bend on how to teach a specific concept. So just because you've always learned it one way or you've always taught it one way, it doesn't mean that there is a course out there that does the exact same thing. Online courses are really different than interactive lessons because, excuse me, because Online courses are designed to be self-motivating, self-pacing, but when we don't have an external factor, we don't have an external participant, an external force helping us move along, sometimes we have to build some things into our courses that we may not have thought about when it comes to lessons. I always say that an online course is far less about your content and it's more about the experience that you create. And I think that's the biggest difference between the courses that were out there before and courses that are out there and being created now and in the near future, is that they are experiential, that there are a lot more things. It's not just sitting down to a video lesson and taking a quiz and going on or things like that. We want to have the opportunity for students to really feel connected to you as the music teacher, as their teacher. We don't want them to say, oh, that was nice. Next. We want them to say, that was amazing. What else do you have? You see how there's a difference between okay I learned something and I learned something from Jamie or I learned something from let's see who's in the chat right now we have Leanne or Lillian excuse me yes you know I learned something from Lillian it was amazing or I learned something from Yvonne it was incredible so that is the idea we want people to connect with you through your course. That's another thing that I think is different now than it was before because there was less opportunity to find courses that were teaching the thing that you wanted to learn. You just took whatever course it was. Now, as better, more proficient music teachers learn the fine art of online courses, we are now creating the course as another Connection point between you and your online students. Online courses in 2022 um, no longer need to be marketed to everybody. In fact, I have some clients who started off their online course as a primer for their private students. That's something that people would never have thought of before. They would have just been like, okay, my first three lessons, well, this is what we cover. And we cover it with every single person. Now we say, okay, you're going to take lessons with me. Great. Go through this primer course and we'll get started in two weeks. That's, that's one of the big differences as well. So when it comes to thinking about creating an online course, Think about not necessarily what a gap in the marketplace is, because there's lots of places, and that's often the concept that people give. But I like to help you find a place where you find extreme joy, or a place that you find that your students always need assistance or support with that, you know, kind of is, re- is repetitive, something that you do with a lot of your students or something that you are so extremely passionate about and you haven't had time to work on it with enough students because the students are directing you towards something else. Or maybe they are getting ready to take an exam, you know, like they're going through the levels of whatever, uh, program that you, you teach through. And you don't have time to tap into a creative outlet or an, um, or an improv outlet or theory or, or history or whatever it is. Thinking about your students as a starting point for your online course, what would make their music journey richer, stronger, more powerful? What would tie them into that more? Those are the kinds of things that we want to be adding in to the online music education space. And there is room for you to do it. I often recommend to my clients not to create beginner courses. Now, beginner courses can be really, really good, but that's the easy stuff. That is the stuff that... Teachers who don't have as much expertise as you, that's where they're going to go. And also, people who are just starting out don't know the difference between a good teacher, an average teacher, and a poor teacher, and a great teacher. You know, I mean, you're a great teacher. You are looking to really create an evolution of your business, a new foundation of your business online. And that means In my mind, at least, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong, but that means that people may find. This random course, whether it's on um, Outsource or it's on any number, not Outschool, excuse me, Outschool or on Udemy or things like that, and they won't know why that one is any different than your course that you house by yourself. Like you, you build your foundation over on Thinkific, you build it up, all of that somebody will not know the difference. In fact, if they are looking for a beginner course, they're more likely to go to OutSchool or to Udemy because they're not invested enough. But if we create a course that is even one step or two steps beyond beginner, or even intermediate, advanced, or, you know, or for performance-based or whatever it is, if we create a course that is at that next level or the level after that, you are opening up an opportunity for people to work with you in a way that improves their musicality. It improves everything that they are striving for. They've gone beyond that beginner program. Now, I mean, you know what's interesting? We have lots of teachers who create YouTube videos, right? The best YouTube video instructors also have courses. They understand that when someone's looking and interested, again, like they could have looked at Udemy, they could have and bought an inexpensive course, or they could have looked at YouTube and learned for free. But these teachers They understand that if you want to truly invest in yourself in this music education, you're going to go off of the free and inexpensive and into something that you know you're going to have results with. That's the thing is when we create our courses, we are creating them with the students' results in mind. Nobody that I know... And they don't come into my sphere because that's just not the vibe that I um, project. Nobody that I know is creating a course for the masses, is creating a course for for quantity of students or money in the door. Every single music teacher that I work with and that I am motivated by and that I have the opportunity to connect with they are creating their courses to create an impact. Yes, income is important, but we are really motivated on the student success and the student journey, which is actually the thing that I think is the most valuable reason why – or most valuable aspect of courses now versus courses before. We are in a position where we can create a course – that allows your student to experience everything. We are connected with them, even though it's asynchronous learning. They get to learn on their own time, but they feel connected to you and you care about their journey. You want to make sure that they really did understand what was in module one or module two. And you can actually have interaction with your students even asynchronously, whether it's through a community or through them submitting assignments to you or videos to you or um, even live sessions as as a piece of your online course. There are a lot of ways for us to make sure and to support our students moving forward into and through the course. There is a statistic out there that... The number of people who sign up for courses, and I know I'm going to get this wrong, so I will put it in the show notes exactly what it is, but there, the um, the statistic is basically people don't get past 10% of most courses um, just because they don't see the value in them or because the st- teacher spoke at a different level than the student is at. They might have talked below, below them or above them. And, and so there was that disconnect when you go the opposite way and you, you think student first, you think, what does the student need? And you build your course in a student, student centric model. You can often flip the statistics from, you know, a 20% completion rate to an 80% completion rate or from people not getting past module two to most people getting at least to the second to last module. So there's a lot of opportunity. And I think that this is what makes online courses now such an exciting option for music teachers. You can separate yourself from the market by having a course that is singularly focused, I talk about this, um, inside the webinar that I do with Braha. Um, I talk about the, the bounded rule. And what the bounded rule is, is that your course is going to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I, I'll get into that more when you attend one of our webinars. So if you are interested in that, definitely go to um onlinecourseaccelerator.com to sign up for our next webinar. If we don't have one coming up, then you will be able to sign up for our wait list for the next webinar. But with the bounded rule. We think more about the student and what they're trying to accomplish. Where are they coming into your course and where are they trying to get to? And we create the journey solely with the student's goals in mind. You are the expert teacher. You are the one who can teach any student at any level at, with any desire because you work in a one-on-one capacity. When you move into creating courses, you have to extrapolate out of that what is most valuable to you. You have to extrapolate out of the one-to-one What will make the biggest impact for these, excuse me, I just bumped my fingers and my everything. Anyway, I'll keep going, (laughs) but you have to extrapolate out what will help that student progress. Because you're not sitting on the piano bench next to them. You're not looking at their fingers on the strings, the way that they're pushing or pulling the bow. I hope I got that right. I have a couple of string teachers that I've been working with lately, and I hope I'm using the right terminology. But you're not right there with them, whether it's through the screen or um, in person. So we need to make sure that when we're creating these courses, we want the, the student to be able to assess that they are successful, that they are going to be where they want to be every single step of the way. We want them to feel confident. In the course and feel excited to come back and come back and come back. So I think if I were to wrap all of this conversation up, and for those of you who are in the uh, live while I am recording this, definitely add your questions into the comments so that I can throw them in here and answer them. I would love to. But if I were to wrap the things up, With where are online music education courses here in 2022, I would say that the best courses are ones that are created around the student, entirely around the student. Where are they at? Where are they trying to go? How can we get them one step closer through every video, every handout, every audio, Every quiz, every piece of material that we provide inside the course, how does that move them forward? And how does that allow them to feel confident that they are ready to move to the next level, to the next stage? So that is our podcast episode for today. I don't see any comments but that's okay. I have had so much fun recording this episode with a live audience. So definitely if you enjoyed this, I am recording it and I am throwing it up on the feed with no editing. That feels so good. If you want me to do these again, please just reach out to me. Let me know. Let me know that you enjoyed this. If you are listening to this in the feed and not signed up for the Expand Online Summit, what are you waiting for? Go to expandonlinesummit.com and you can jump on right in. And again, online onlinemusiccourseaccelerator.com is the home to everything that I do with respect to and with regards to online courses. Thank you so much. And I will be back with a brand new episode here in the podcast feed next week.